Why, hello there, uh, my name is Yvonne Shrieky, welcome to, uh, whatever the hell this is, this is not a podcast, just, uh, recording, because everybody knows on a podcast, they got other guests and things like that, and, um, celebrating, and something I realized about, uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna drop the accent, I don't know what that was, but, something I realized about celebrating is, you know, for me, I'm either gonna smoke a cigar or, like, drink a beer, and people that smoke cigars... Wall Street, you know? Oh, there's a car coming. Hold on a sec. I'm at the bus stop uh, recording this. I don't know where else to go. Um, But the thing is about... About celebrating is... People on Wall Street, you know, lawyers, they're all smoking cigars. At least in, like, Boston Legal, I see lawyers smoking cigars. But I think I might have seen that Charlie Sheen movie, Wall Street. It's not his movie, but he was in it. Um, and they're always celebrating, you know, with cigar. It's nice. It's like you feel good. I just finished um, writing this book. And I'm celebrating that. This is the worst place to be recording, honestly. There's a preschool right over there I'm trying to stay away so I don't seem like such a perv because I got a weird face a long face and you know people get worried and they freak out a lot until they saw me over there but you were, and that's why there's all the cars yeah that's that's a problem but to them every day is a success they've avoided some sort of a risk avoided a lawsuit doctors Presumably, you know, every day they didn't kill a patient. They cured. They're celebrating with a drink or a smoke, right? And uh, with um, with Wall Street, you know, you feel like a somebody. You feel like you've accomplished something. You're getting a lot of money. You've got the suit on. You've got the briefcase. Probably got a, a nice car an expensive car you're smoking cigars all the time and you're drinking and you got drinks in your office or by your desk and, you know you don't have beers maybe you get like a mini fridge which would be cool too but you got like red label or jack daniels you know not the cheap stuff the nice impressive stuff and that's what's so that's what people love about it is that lifestyle right so i'm smoking this cigar and it just, it feels good. It feels nice. It feels right, actually. Um, yeah, there are way, way too many cars. That sound like, this sounds crappy. The quality of this is going to be terrible. I got to go elsewhere. I, uh, yeah, this is, this isn't going to work. No. I gotta go somewhere else. This is not. This isn't gonna work. But with the cigar, it's like, it's a celebration. You know? And they, to them, that's the fucking lifestyle. You've avoided something. You've made it through the day. Or a year. And you don't take things for granted. Really? You know what I mean? You don't really take things for granted 
It's like, we got through a day. It's like marriage. It's like, hope she doesn't leave me. Hope I don't get a divorce. Hope she doesn't suck me dry, you know? Lose the house, the car. Things she's not even gonna really care about. Even if I built the house, even if I built the car, she's gonna take that shit from me. You know what I mean? That's the American way, is doing it yourself. It's all about that independence, you know? You did it, you know? To me, like I'm doing this show by myself. I wrote the book by myself and I accomplished something. And it feels good, I feel like a somebody again. And I mean, what a high that is. When you, uh, you finish something like a movie, that's teamwork and you got, it's all about the actors and being nice to them and not destroying their self-esteem. But when you finish something all on your own and it goes right, there's nothing better. Like, that is such a fucking high. I mean, I love it. You know? With this, this is the one form I want other people involved. With a movie, no, I don't want anybody involved. Like, that's the nice thing about the script work. Is that, uh... It's all you. It's all in your mind. goes on the paper. But then it's all about the teamwork and the actors are gonna change your ideas and your characters people are going to constantly question you so it's it's different and uh it changes what you had in mind in the first place it really it really does why there's so many cats anyway i just saw a guy with like eight cats ridiculous anyway Um, I've got a couple notes that I wrote down that I want to discuss. Um, hold on, I'm getting out of this underground tunnel. But, uh, you know, I'll listen to other people do shows by themselves, like a, like a mini monologue. And they just write down these little ideas observations, which is what stand-up is. You're like a detective in many ways. You know what I mean? Nah, gotta relight this car. Put that down for a sec. But, uh, yeah, you know, just one of those things. Like, you understand what celebrating is about once you celebrate. That's what the whole idea of a party is. It's like, you graduated high school, you party. You made it through your junior year, you're about to be senior, you party. You don't do it every weekend. That's no longer a party. That's just getting hammered every weekend. That's a tradition. A party is in moderation. You know, you get really fucked up. Remember one time I got really drunk and I was puking and my head hurt for many days i thought i was hungover but really i went to the doctor and he said dude you're you haven't drank or eaten anything so i was dehydrated and malnourished not hungover you know terrible but uh that's what a party is you did something and now you fucking celebrate heard it on a sitcom once but 
You work hard, and then you play hard, right? Like that's mm, something about that that is just great. Honestly, amazing. That's that's where I'm at, you know. Um, I got some notes. I do have some notes. Well, a lot of them are serious. I was listening to uh, Infowars, but whew, just thinking, is all this a work? Is all of this a show? You know, I was thinking about the the end of the world. Are we seeing the end of the world? So we'll rely on politicians. So we'll be like, oh, we need it. So people pay attention. Is are they faking it or is this real? You know, is the economy really crashing or is that a show as well? Like, how deep does the rabbit hole go? Is this like, I feel like it's the Matrix. There's certain things that mess up their plan, which is, or messes up this reality, which is like a glitch in the system, like from the movie, um, The Matrix. So I was just thinking, what if politicians in America at least, are ruining everything so we'll depend on them, so we'll feel important and self-entitled. I mean, that's crazy. People love the internet. Everybody, that's the one thing everybody knows about. You know, it's probably the most relatable addiction is the internet. Everybody loves the fucking internet. You know? They just love it. Going on to YouTube and watching a video or TikTok, right? Um, people love it and everybody's obsessed with it, you know? And I was thinking about politics where it's like left wing shouldn't even be an option. It shouldn't even, it's so absurd, wings. Like, why do I have to be left or right? Why do I have to even... Can I just opt out of this shit? Like, I didn't sign up for this. I'm not right wing or left wing. I'm no wing at all. Like, you know? It takes away being an individual, having this individual personality, you know, and your opinions. You're either for gun control or you're against them. It's like, I don't... I don't care. Like, can we just stop... Caring about all this nonsense? Come on. And then I left the country, and I soon realized the best place is the place where everybody's smoking, where nobody cares. Because when nobody cares, you have freedom, and you can't brainwash people. Like, if you go to Israel or the Middle East, nobody cares about being woke. Maybe in, like, these liberal cities. But you go to these older villages where there's not everybody has Wi-Fi, you know? Not everybody has a smart TV. Most people have radios. They're old-fashioned. Like, that's good. They don't know what's going on in the world. They're innocent. They're naive. They're ignorant. They're happy. Ignorance is bliss. Everybody knows that. I mean, that is a given. That's a given. So, I'm celebrating because... I wrote something that isn't necessarily politically correct. That isn't a 
acceptable in our little society we've made, some people have made. And, you know, I don't care what they think. Um, and I was listening to Tim Dillon on Rogan. It has to do with all of this. But uh, there's a black guy approaching me. He's Indian. He's creeping me out a little bit. Mm. Anyway. I was listening to Tim Dillon on, on Rogan. He was talking about these goodies. Oh, you know, he got the this vanilla ice cream, like, pudding or whatever. And that's what's going to get you through the day. If you get depressed, it's the drugs or the alcohol or the goodies. And I saw this package of donuts, and it made me think of the goodies. And I turned it over, and it said, the goodies, I swear to God. It was like a package of donuts that said goodies. It's like, oh, that is... Speak of the devil. That is so funny. That is so funny. I'm going to try my best not to get all over the place, but I'm just going off my notes and these thoughts and observations. I'm a nerd in that way. I, I am who I am. I'm like, I can't. I can't change that. But I'm celebrating. I want a party. I wrote this great, funny story. Silly, dumb, entertaining and even though the world seems to suck, there's a way out of it, you know? But, I, uh, I have my different ways of partying. I don't want to be drinking booze all the time. I like, I like something that is as bitter as booze, just without the alcohol, like, pickle juice, like a jar or a can of pickles, and you drink the water, and it's all bitter and sour it's like yeah i feel fucked up now yeah or even olives you know i could be at a nightclub sure it'd be great till five or six and then i'm watching the sunrise and maybe if i'm lucky one day i'll get a puke on a supermodel anorexic if she's anorexic of course but it's only fun the first dozen times you know you can't get drunk you know you gotta do it high right smoke seven cigars really fast drink the pickle juice or the olive juice smoke probably not seven maybe like two or three i got like four or five shots maybe dehydrate myself dehydrate myself so the floor begins to move um don't eat much so i'm a little fucked up and then I'll probably eat some wild berries. Have I even had wild berries? Way more lucid and vivid than any drug. I've gotten more fucked up on dreams than an entire gram of weed, right? It's not happening for me. You know, that's the American dream. Drinking pickle juice, olive juice, eating wild berries, getting dehydrated, smoking a ton of cigars until I get a head rush. And then I'm fucked up. That's something you can't do on drugs. Because I'm kind of in control, but I'm not. You know? That's my American dream, you know? You could say it's like dating an 18-year-old and then one night Chris Chris Hansen breaks down the door, points a gun at my head and says, Katya, raping an 18-year-old? Are you out of your mind? You should know better. And you're live streaming it too? 
unbelievable. Get a, get a close-up of this guy. Haven't you learned anything from my show? You're going to get caught. You're just going to get caught. You know? And people are doing those things because life isn't enjoyable anymore. You know? So I don't you got to take care of your kids. Really adore your, your, your children. You know? I was on the train... And there's all, all these Israelis, these mothers, just they just adore their kids or they adore their their pets. They just love them. They love their pets, and they're. But it's like you're putting all this investment, all this emotion and devotion, and uh, uh, all, all all this you know cuteness and love that you should have for your your husband. Or I guess your wife, right? But then I'm thinking, what if they're not there? What if that's to replace that love because of some sort of rejection or fear? It's not going to work out. You don't want to feel vulnerable. It's embarrassing. It's It sucks, you know? But that's what I'm seeing. That's what I'm observing in this, this world or we're living in. It's crazy. It's just... It's crazy. I was watching it. A video just to show how crazy it is. Watching a video, Owen fucking saying what Gavin did was a prank. First of all, I'm thinking, why wasn't it on camera? Why could we see the FBI? That was first of all. But second of all, it's like, um, because, because you showed like a text message. Maybe it was real, but maybe it was fake. That just goes to show how crazy it is. Was that fake? Like, I, I don't... I don't even know. Was it fake or was it real? Like, I don't... I don't know. I really don't know. You know? Shit. But, either way... I'm just gonna smoke my cigar. Feel good that I wrote a funny book. It'll get out. Some people saying it's... Crass, which is such a French douchey word to use. Like, anybody knows what that word is. Crass? What are you, British? Like, nobody, what are you, French? Like, nobody knows. Nobody know. Like, the average person doesn't know that word. Like, don't split your audience in two. Use simple, understandable words. Otherwise, you have to Google it. Crass. Or grass? No, no, crass. Is that with a K or a C? See, I don't, I don't even know how it's spelt. I don't even know how it's spelt. That's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. I gotta slow down my talking here. Hopefully, I'm not talking too fast. I wanna. I need to talk faster. Because I've been listening to some some of my older uh, recordings, and I'm talking pretty slow. Like the last one I did, I was talking slow in the beginning. Then all of a sudden, I started to speed up as I began to rant, which is good. It's good that that I'm uh, that I'm ranting. And really, I think the 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 key is to never stop talking. Just just keep on talking about anything. Make it funny. Make it interesting. Be entertaining. And just have these conversations with other people. Like, I want it to feel like a real radio show. Where you got five, six people all talking over each other. 
Sometimes they quiet down, but at, at moments they're all yelling over each other. That's great. That is exciting to me. I love that. You know, I lo- I don't. To me, a podcast it sounds too clean. It's like something's missing. You know, even if it's audio, something's missing, right? Like I love listening to old Imus or Stern, like really old Stern, or even old. Uh, Nopey shows, you know, or old O and A, you know, that, yeah, that. Like there was a clip a, where, Jim Norton was like a like a rapper, like that was really funny. He was talking like a rapper. I think the clip was called like Rapper Jimmy or something like that. It was really funny. But it's good to, like, talk about these observations you've had. Like, I just said it, but I was on the train, and these mothers, it's so weird how they love their children, and they're so, they let them do what they want, and they become so, like, so spoiled, because they're so loud, and they think they're cute, and then they grow up, and it's like these different cultures, these different lifestyles, American versus Israeli, Americans are so, they're much more private. They're very French in that way. But so are Israelis. They're also very, very French. Using English word in their language to make it, like, fancy. You know, they'll say, like, Anirotse kaze crispy. Like, I want it like this kind of crispy. This crispy style. It's like, why are you using English? Like, don't you have your own words? You know? But that's good, because there are only a certain amount of words... In Hebrew, English, there's like thousands and thousands. There's slang words and there's French words. And it's um, it's annoying and it's, it's uh, really ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. You know? And another thing is like when you're doing a show, radio, if it's a recording or a live show, whichever it is. Um, and recording it's a little different because you have to end at a certain time like that's how radio was you had to end a certain time there were commercial breaks um, there was music right but uh, but with like a live broadcast like a stream um, it's almost like there's more freedom and it feels like a live podcast. It doesn't feel like radio. Radio is different. It has those really boring uh, commercials. There's a guy yelling. Looks like my dad's old friend. He's kind of balding, got a belly. He's wearing flip-flops. He's on the phone. Weird. Anyway, kind of weird. Anyway, I'll probably wait on talking about this, but in the future, I had this editor for this book, and I got so fucking pissed when that person didn't want me to put their name in the book. Like, they were so fucking ashamed of me. It's like, how fucking dare you be ashamed of, like, 
I'm a human being. You're my relative. I've known you since I was a kid. And you're ashamed of me? Like this is going to ruin your career? For God's sake, you work at the bank. Like what career do you have? Your kids aren't going to like you. Like who are you doing this for? Yourself? Like I don't... Like I think the key here is to be a human being. But it's crazy. You know, I was watching Stern, this old CBS um, press conference on like two 2008, 2009, and there was a comment like, I miss old Stern. For once, he's acting like a human being. And I realized, oh my God, that's that's what radio is. That's what like broadcasting is. Acting like a human being, being sincere, opening up this connection with your audience. You know, that's what it is, right? That's what it is. Absolutely crazy. Like I've known you. And it's like the, me sharing this book with you is like me opening up. Me, it's like as if you were my therapist. I'd only share this work with the closest people that I care about. That I would keep this secret. And of course, she's or it is going to keep it secret because because um you don't want people knowing what you were involved in. You don't want people knowing who it was. I said. The, not the name, but the title of the relative, you know. There was aunt or uh, uncle, um, but that's it. That's it. Anyway, that's gonna be it. For now. For now. All of a sudden, I'm getting these weird memories. I remember when I was a kid, my dad would go to Costco and buy these giant milk cartons. There was a sticker that said, like, Kirkland. And the different types of milk had different color stickers. Like, one was blue, one was red. There was, like, 2% fat or, like, whole, whole milk. And it was a two giant ones probably like maybe two gallons it was a lot of milk whenever we were pouring cereal we were always afraid it would spill or uh put in the tea because we were drinking like gross british tea with milk it was like english breakfast and milk and sugar Ugh, it was disgusting um but uh I just remember being wrapped in plastic when you have to use like a knife or a pair of scissors to cut the plastic, put the other half in the freezer, and then we'd find it two months later, and we'd wait for it defrost, we'd pour it, and it would be like fucking yogurt or cottage cheese, it's all chunky and disgusting, and it's green too, it's like, oh, this is, this is disgusting, but what didn't help is... My dad would put it outside in the sun to help it defrost, but the sun would ruin the milk because it would get so warm because he'd forget. You know, we'd go to this other house that we had. We weren't, like, rich, but this other guy, he sold it to another guy, I think, whatever. We'd come back to our older house after the weekend, and the old dishes in the sink, and there was mold. It was disgusting. It was like, it was like insulation. It was like, the, the mold was dry because things that are wet when there's water, you'll get mold, right? That's why pasta never goes bad or even really chips. Chips get stale, sure, but they, you don't get mold on them. And so with pasta, because it's so dry, 
You know, if you buy it from the store, maybe if it's like overseas, at least here, you get it really cheap. I got like a giant bag of noodles for like nine shekels. It was like nine. Bunch of pasta. It was great. It was like these like Chinese like noodles and all wrapped and completely dry. And that's why they're so cheap because they can stay in storage for years and even decades, like a really long fucking time. But I'm remembering all, all these things, and I'm Googling these pictures. So there was the milk, and there was this Cadillac my mom had. It was a white Escalade Cadillac, like SUV, maybe 2002 to, like, 2005. I don't know the exact year of the model. But I remember just Googling that picture just brought it back, brought back those old um, those old memories. And there was this water toy we had. It was, like, this volcano that shot, like, like water but high pressure and the water would fly up into the air and my brother and sister would fucking sit on it it was disgusting and water would blast into their asshole it was so fucking weird the gayest i don't remember what it was called. i might be able to look it up Yeah, it was called the Super Soaker Mount Tiki Sucky Aqua Squirts. And it's this weird volcano with a face orange at the top. And it had these eyes. And as the water got closer and closer to erupting, his eyes would get wider and wider. His, his eyelids would get closer to the top. And he had these giant, weird, white fucking teeth. And those memories are so, like real and vivid and memorable so when i'm remembering these things i'm just saving the pictures and that's how i have them saved in my head so that's why i brought them up because i don't know they were just so like when i was a kid when i was like eight or nine i didn't first of all i didn't know what girls were i didn't know about girls until i was like 13 maybe 14 and my first girlfriend i was like 14 ish um and uh what was it Oh, yeah. When I was eight or nine, the only thing I cared about was, like, Ben 10 and, like, Bakugan. That was it. That was all I gave a shit about. Maybe Lego. I remember I ordered, like, a, a Bakugan from Toy Wiz. It was this old site I used to go to. Toys were so fucking expensive. But I bought one for, like, $10. It was such a fucking ripoff. But it was back in, like, 2006 or seven. And it was, like, the Grim Reaper, like, black and purple. We're getting in a small envelope, opening it up. And it looked just like the one from the cartoon. And I love, I don't know why I loved that. Maybe a lot of kids were like me. But I loved getting the toy that was in the show. It was, like, I could hold on to the memory and the experience of watching the TV show. Because it's virtual. Sure, I can get the DVD, but I wanted, like, something more. And so, I don't know. There was all those... They, I think they made the toy based off the show or the show based off the toys. And I think that was like the, their uh, marketing plan was to do it like that. Same with Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! and all, all that weird animation. Beyblade, all that. I think Lego did the same because you would watch these weird commercials. There was like Lego Indiana Jones Temple of Doom and he had the, um, the mine carts. That was a lot of money. Or the, the Millennium Falcon. And they made it animated, and there was a video game. There was all this stuff. So you would build these toys, and they would just 
collect dust bunnies. Like, what a waste. So stupid. There were some where they were starting to change it. Where it was like, um, with the toy, you could put it on, like, this platform. Because they had, like, Disney Infinity. You would put the toy on a platform connecting to, like, the Wii or the Xbox. You could play the character in the game. Kind of like the, like, Metaverse, like, a long time ago. But not really. Uh, another one, they, they made these light-up bricks. Remember getting, like, Pirates of the Caribbean and all that? Or even, like, the three-in-ones. You could get a car turned into a boat and a plane. You could, like, so you were doing more with it. Like, they tried doing that because they knew parents would stop letting their kids buy stuff. Because, like, what? You have all this, like, what, what are you going to do with it? And then we'd break it and we put it in a giant tub and have, like, a building competition or something. Remember one time I was with my friend at the dinner table and uh, talking about how I, I got this Lego airplane. And then I think my dad or my mom were telling my grandmother about um, all this Lego we, we have. and Or she was asking what we were doing right before dinner or during. And then we came back. And then it was like, oh, they're playing with this Lego, like, building and she's like, oh you sh- they should build something and then i i sh- i didn't know how to speak hebrew when i was a kid so i would just show with my hands i'd make like an airplane like take my three fingers put them together and then the two on the left and right keep them apart and kind of make like this airplane <sighs> so like the thumb is the left wing and the pinky is the right wing and then the actual like middle is index middle ring um so I went upstairs. I already had an airplane built, brought it down, sh- showed it to her. And she's like, oh, my God. Oh, wow. And it was already built and all that. My friend was fucking dying laughing. What a fucking hypocrite, that kid, though. Remember I went to his house and he had all this cool Lego, like the Death Star, Indiana Jones, all this shit. Fucking, he wouldn't let me touch any of it. He's like, don't touch it. You're going to break it. What a spoiled bitch. Fucking that kid, Ben. He was so gross. Ben was so gross. Um, I remember another time at a uh, at dinner with these friends over, and uh, comes uh, dessert comes, and uh, we're all having tea. Nobody really had coffee. It was all like tea. That's the only reason my parents got along. It was like my dad would drink tea to calm down, to deal with the stress and all that shit. My mom would drink tea because she's British. You know, and she she can't drink an actual like black coffee, doesn't have it in her. So my brother loves. He was all he was a fucking nut. He would he would drink and eat until he puked, and then cr- because he puked, he would cry and cry until he puked some more, and then he would puke and puke until he cried, and then he would be hungry again. You know, he would just. He was a fucking party animal at the age of, like, eight. That kid would just eat. He ate all the foam on our Nintendo, like, Wii instruments. Like, the tennis racket and the baseball bat. He would just, um... He would just eat... He would eat the foam. Remember one time, I had this this laptop. It was, like, 100 or 200 bucks. He had this Lego car. I, w- I was playing with it, and I broke it. So he picked up my laptop chucked it at the stairs which were marble by the way they fucking broke and I finished putting together his 
his car, but by the time I handed it to him, I realized he broke my fucking computer. It's like, you son of a bitch. So when he slipped on the stairs after his bath that night and cracked his chin, I got a little chuckle out of it. Yeah. Um, but, uh... What the hell was it? Oh, yeah, he, he, was, a, he was an animal. So he goes over to the tea because he wants the tea, and he spills, like, four or five cups all over this kid. And... My God, it was amazing to me. <laughs> he spilled... This kid was wearing shorts. So he's got this boiling hot tea spilled all over his legs. And he's crying. He's like... Daddy, hurts. And he starts pointing at him. He's like, oh, shush. Quit being such a crybaby. Because they don't want the kid to embarrass them at dinner and all that shit. Remember a lot of memories like that. Remember... So Jews... They have, like, the washing cup before they bread, they wash their hands on the Sabbath. So I finished washing my hands, but I turned the, um, I, I turned the, uh, the hot, the faucet to hot. So I filled up the washing cup with, um, with just not, like, boiling, but as hot, as much as you can get from the tap of hot water as you can. I phrased that terribly. So he washes his hand and it's all hot. He's like, ah, fuck. <laughs> so fucking funny. We're doing shit like that. Playing with a fire extinguisher, ruining the floor. Playing with the sous vide and like ruining dinner, which was like this this bag of hot water. So the meat or the steak wouldn't burn. You would set it to a temp and it would cook on its own. You know? Crazy. Anyway. Um, I forget what I was talking I had all these stories in my head, like, don't want to forget, don't want to forget. And I forgot. But yeah, there's a lot of just crazy stories like that from my childhood, which are just fucking hilarious. They're so fucking funny. Um, I can't think of any others off the top of my head, to be honest with you. Um... But he was doing a bunch of crazy shit. He would sleep anywhere. Sleep on the floor or the couch. Or set up three chairs at the dining table and just sleep on those chairs. Sleep under the dining table. Sleep on the dining table. Pretty much anywhere except his bed he'd sleep. Kid was a fucking animal. I remember one time he stabbed me in the back because I, I ate the last hot dog. So he grabbed like a cucko knife and he just he just stuck it in my back and it, it stuck there. It, it stuck. Stuck. My head's starting to hurt from talking so much, but I gotta take a break. Um, but yeah, you know, there's a bunch of fucking just great stories like that where uh, things just get so chaotic and and crazy. Um, remember I had a bunch of allergic reactions. Oh, I don't remember. I remember hearing the the uh, stories, but having all these allergic reactions as, as a kid um, were uh, I think it was like asthma. Or maybe it was, like, because they gave me steroids because I had, like, an asthma attack. And that gave me, like, an allergic reaction. I'm not really allergic to much. But, uh, some of those things really fucked me up. I remember having this green teddy bear because I was in England. My grandmother drove me to the hospital in a red BMW. I don't know if it was C-class, B-class, S-class, whatever. I remember that car. I remember that teddy bear so so much it's just there like it's so for me it's so believable 
Like it had this ribbon around its neck, these black eyes. The whole thing was green. These really small, kind of N-shaped ears. And, uh, yeah. Um, cracking my head all those times, breaking my arm. That wasn't too long ago, but I definitely remember those. Where I am now, there's a lot of flies. And all these plants give me, uh, we, oh my god, there's a lot of, I see an anthill. A lot of ants. Around here. Anyway. I wrote a lot of them down, but, you know, it was good practice so I could just tell them, you know, on command and get better at that. Uh, fucking, I think for this recording on Anchor, I got like 20 minutes left or some shit like that. Uh, but yeah, you know, these are some crazy fucking stories where it's chaotic and memorable and probably make you laugh. A lot of them are embarrassing. Remember on one trip, we're going to Vancouver somewhere because we took all these trips down like from washington to california we we went to like legolanda as a kid i think i was like six um and oh my god it was so bad some of us are puking it was like a, a big van my half sister went with her friend and oh what a mess because there, there was this other time we're going to vancouver and the same thing happened where uh my brother started puking but my sister turned his head towards me she was on the right i was on the left my brother was in the middle so he pushes in he puked all over me and my mom's like oh pull over pull over and i'm yelling like fucking pull over because i smell and i puke all over my shirt and it's rolling down my my shirt down my chest into my underwear it's fucking i'm so uncomfortable and it's like oh fuck fuck this this is stupid so after we get off the, the fucking the freeway or the highway because it's the interstate we're going from washington we i think we just passed the border it was terrible whenever i go to vancouver i, I, I get really sick um so then i have to like get in the back open the trunk and start changing and i'm nude and people are passing by looking at me looking at my small dick you know, it's all sh- hey, at age like seven, it's not very big to begin with, especially when it's not erect. Because when it gets erect, uh, the the size changes, of course. Um, but yeah, that happened yet again. I remember um, we're in Vancouver. Maybe it was the same trip, but with a some couple that were friends with my parents or s- something like that, and uh, we're at Olive Garden, and I threw up. I had to puke, and they gave me this bag, so, you know, in case you got to puke, puke in the bag, so I puked in the bag, and she's like, ugh, really, you puked in the bag, she's like, what, you told me to, there's grass, you gotta puke on the grass, so, I never do the right thing, parents are always disappointed, or some shit like that, and, uh, never works out in the end, it never really, uh, never really works out, you know, fucking, this shit, crazy, um, Sorry for the recording before. What wasn't too good. I know I was speaking slowly and not like confidently and loudly and 
all, all that stuff, so it probably wasn't that much fun to listen to, but, uh, you know. Um, what was it? Remember it was, oh yeah. So yeah, so ever since then, I don't like the Olive Garden. Olive Garden makes me sick. Ugh. That puke, and then the, the, the road trip to Vancouver. I think it was on the way back. My brother puked on me. But then we went to Legoland. We literally drove down two states, Washington to Oregon to California. Uh, and there was puke everywhere. It was terrible. And it smelled so bad. Ugh, awful. And I think another time I was really sick. Because I don't really get sick now. Not really. Um, my immune system is pretty good. So I'm, I'm in the clear on that. But uh, there was this trip to Mount St. Helens like a seventh grade overnight trip and then the year after eighth grade because they had all on these school these school overnight trips sixth grade was like or fifth grade was like islandwood sixth grade there wasn't anything seventh was mountain islands eighth was israel for like 10 days and then when you go to high school 10th grade is like dc which folks you don't want to go there now it's not it's pretty bad it's not the worst place you know oakland detroit uh, those places are much worse. New York City, those places are much, much worse. But D- I lived in D.C. It wasn't great. Seattle's also pretty. It's not. East Coast is worse. It's definitely worse than the West Coast. But you know, people in L.A. think they have a bad, but trust me, people in the East Coast have it way worse. Um, but yeah, I was really sick and I was puking. And I was using the wrong garbage can. It was like some one of those ones for like a work desk and it has all those holes in it. So if something smells bad, something goes bad, you can smell it, get rid of it. I guess that's why they have the holes in it. So I was puking in that and puke was like getting all over the carpet because it was going through those small holes. And it was liquid. It sounded like it was chunks of food. That was, that, that was bad. That was like probably the worst I ever was. As a kid, you get pretty sick. But yeah. Uh, let's see. Forty-six minutes. I can go another four. Um, but yeah, there's all these weird like stories, and when you're experiencing these things, you're not thinking, "Oh, great, I have a story to tell." You're not at age seven, eight. It's like, how am I gonna get through this? I want this to be over. Remember feeling that I was really hungover. Like I ain't thrown up before that. It's been like almost ten years. Before that was like that seventh grade trip that was the last time i really like really puked you know crazy crazy my mother she loved money she loved money more than she loved my dad or her her kids because there was this devotion and investment this like emotional investment I'd broken my arm, and I had, like, six pins and, like, a rod. Um, So I got all this, like, laser surgery, like, scars on my right arm. Maybe I'll take a picture of it, put it on the, uh, put it on um, the recording for the uh, thumbnail. But uh, remember, I had to go back to get them all taken out, probably, like, six months later. And uh, there was this thing in my mouth. Because when they put you to sleep, you're connected to, like, an oxygen tank or something. So they put this tube in your mouth. Um, 
because they roll you on your side to take care of your arm, but then you might not be getting the same airflow. So I think that's why they do it. And uh, there was this weird scar in my mouth, and my mom took a picture, and I'm realizing this now. She took the picture. The city was liable for lawsuit. Not if I was okay. She was like, oh, my God, that's really bad. She would take pictures. She wasn't trying to figure out, like, I, I was clearly fine. Like, she wasn't worried about that part. She was worried, you know, sending it to her lawyer friends, like, is this... Oh my, look at my son. Oh, my God. Look what happened. This is crazy. This is insane. This is madness. Do you, do you understand? Like, I'm really heartbroken over this. So, is this liable for lawsuit? Like, how much money can I get out of this if I file a claim? I don't know. 200 bucks. Oh, well, never mind. I think I'm overreacting. Yeah, you are overreacting. Or it would, it would have been like, you know, you're overreacting. How much money do I get? 300 bucks you're right i am overreacting maybe i am overreacting crazy what a crazy woman i think all mothers are just insane but that one is particularly insane like insane maybe she got molested by her father when she was a kid that might have done a number <laughs> yeah that would have been wouldn't have been uh, great but yeah <laughs> holy shit uh, anyway, I'm going to bring it to an end. You know, when I see Tim Dillon or other comics doing, like, these characters, she's definitely one I could do. Like, I'd do a character, like, an impression of her. Like, that would be a great, like, this crazy woman. You know, just ludicrous. I wouldn't want to, like, dress up as one because that's fucking, that's weird. Like, that's common sense because that's weird. But, yeah, you know. Fucking up. Holy shit, man. Holy shit. Uh, I gotta go. Let's see if I can do this on. Hold on. I'm trying to... My phone. Ah, oh, come on. Okay, see you later. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye.